Happy Tuesday, everybody. Wow, we got quite a few people in. Yeah, awesome. that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Hope not. <Jeez>. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh what's going on tonight, Oli? All right. Well, I don't have my beer with me. I need to run here in a minute and grab one. But uh <laughs> Um, tonight we're going to be talking with John from uh, ProPete, discussing and checking out uh, a different fertilizer from the other side of the world for me. But it's it's well worth shipping over here and using. Man, I'm I'm excited for this one. I'm a huge fan of a uh, ProPete. Uh, I'm glad to have Mr. John uh, House join us today. Um, but uh, you know what? Before we before we start, um. You know, going into a little detail with Mr. John. <laughs> Back to the basics, and let's, let's grab a uh, grab a cold glass. And I got my water. Keep off the grass. Keep off the grass. Mark's <laughs> got a bush, a big bush. What do you guys got? I didn't get my signature bush tonight because I cracked it before the show started. So <laughs> uh, I might I may have to do it mid-show. So just FYI, yeah. if I throw one in there, if I throw one in there, middle of the farmers and of Nate. Uh, I'm, I'm rocking the bush tonight. Well, well, Oli will be back with his in a second, so he'll crack it open for you. <laughs> I think Oli's going to grab one. He's got to work on that bush. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on it. All right, let's let's get th- let's get this uh, let's get this going. I'm um, want to get a brief introduction about yourself. What do you do with the company? Uh, you know, it's your time. Hey, thank you, and thanks for having me. So, uh, my name is John Pocock, and uh, owner of ProPete Fertilizer. Um, we're a new, uh, innovative fertilizer. We've just been in business about five years now. This is probably our fourth summer of marketing and sales. We make what we call a carbon-based fertilizer, and we use uh, sphagnum peat moss for our carbon source. And we bring sphagnum peat down from uh, Alberta, take traditional NPK, is ammonium sulfate for a nitrogen source, and then MAP 1152 phosphate for our phosphate source, and then potash. And we grind everything up, run it through hammer mills, run the peat moss through a hammer mill. We blend it all together. You've probably seen our YouTube videos or our video of the plant there, it shows a big pan granulator, and we granulate it into an homogenous granule. And then we add micronutrients to it, and then we dry it, cool it, and and bag it. And uh, it's a very good product. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely seen some videos of uh, of how you guys do the do things there in uh, in your headquarters. It's actually pretty pretty awesome. Um, my I'm a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a huge fan of propene. I'll be I'm going on my second year using propene. Uh, I know I know some some here uh, the folks here with in the in the podcast also also are, are using it i know Oli's a huge fan of it as well i think brian you started using it brian as well yeah yeah i was talking to john I, there's uh one distributor here in utah we found another one so i'll have to go there but i drove about an hour and a half north of me just to get the one bag the 1704 that i got and i love it so Oof. Uh, uh, be using it more. that was actually my first the, the first um uh, fertilizer i used from propy which was a 74 and it, luckily enough it was because i uh, that's what i needed for my uh because of my soil test results um and you know what i was like you know what let me let me go ahead and give it a try um 
and every, every after that it, it, it's history now i actually offer it in my in my fertilization business uh, uh, it's awesome it's an awesome product um so how did how did how did you start uh this company john what what make you know what's your background with 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 uh with the with the lawn industry how did it, how did it all start okay so we um I grew up on a farm. We had a. We grew up on a farm here in Idaho. We grow uh, potatoes, grain, corn silage. We've got a little cattle operation, and then I grew up milking cows. So we, I'm a, I'm a farm kid at heart. But in uh, in 1979, we got in the trucking business, and we run hopper bottoms. Sugar City, Idaho. We're right close to Pocatello, Idaho, where Simplot has a big phosphate factory plant, and then uh, Conda, Idaho. Conda, Idaho has the largest phosphate deposit in North America. And so that's where all the raw, a lot of the raw rock foss comes from. And there's a, uh, oh, it's changed hand two or three times. It used to be Agrium, then it's, now it's Nutrien. Now Edafoss owns it. But anyway, our trucking company, we haul a lot of phosphate. I load trucks every day out of these phosphate plants and we haul it all over the Northwest and we haul a lot up into Canada. So through the trucking business is how, um, and actually, Brian was talking about a company in Layton, Utah, J&J Produce. Uh, I used to haul fertilizer into them guys myself back in the mid-80s, mid-late 80s, before I started dispatching and doing other things. But it was one of their guys that uh, went to uh, these golf industry shows. And he and I was uh, together one day, and he said, you know, he says, I ran into some... Uh, some guys from South Africa that's made making a carbon-based fertilizer. He says, you got to get a hold of these guys. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I need to get a hold of these guys for. But anyway, he he told them about me and they come and visited me. And there's a guy named, if you get a minute, you can look this up on uh, online. It's called Nanturf and it's in South Africa. And his name is Ockert Fury. And this guy eats, drinks, and sleeps plant science, uh, just loves plant science. And he's actually the guy that invented this carbon-based fertilizer uh, using peat moss. And he was making it in South Africa in a little town called Bethlehem, uh, South Africa. And he imports his peat moss clear up from Ireland uh, to South Africa to, to get his peat. So he has to bring his peat in from, from quite a ways. But... Anyway, he's the guy that developed this. And then what they did is they come to the U.S. and was looking for someone to uh, build a plant and, and build it. They had actually been in talks with a couple of bigger fertilizer companies that we all know names of. But big corporate companies take a while to run through the process. They got to go through research and development. They got to budget money for it and everything. And so what I did is I said, all right, I'll buy two containers send them over here, but we've got to test this product first. So I shipped two containers from South Africa into the Port of Houston. We brought them up here to Idaho. We tried some on corns, tried some on potatoes, and then they shipped bags. And I shipped it to golf courses all over the United States uh, just for trials. And there was a particular gentleman, um, uh, he works for Winfield. And you guys probably heard from heard of Winfield, oh, yeah. Winfield Pro. And he won't care if I use his name. Pat Neindorf is his name. But anyway, he's a salesman for Winfield in Houston. He gets my, I, I buy my stuff off of him. Okay, <laughs> so you know Pat. All right. 
Great guy. Small world. So Pat is the guy, the kind of responsible. So we got it in. We had good results. You know, of course, I'm trying to make a decision. Do we do we build a plant? Do we make this product? And Pat calls out of the blue, and uh, he says, "He's you know." And I didn't know him. He didn't know me. And he says, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna? I hear you're gonna make this." Uh, and and keep in mind, back then we called it uh, carbon complex. I believe is what Ocker called it in South Africa. And so we didn't have a name. We come up with a name, Propeat. Uh, is that that's us? In South Africa, I think Ocker calls it carbon complex, but it's the same thing. Anyway, he says, are you going to make this carbon complex? And I said, I don't know. And he said, hey, you got to do it. This stuff works. And so Pat's the guy that kind of pushed us over the edge, and we decided to build a, a plant. And uh, from there, it's it's all history. But uh, we're, we're trying to get it up and going, and uh, hopefully we can get enough sales here. It'll make some money one of these years. But it's good. It takes a while. It takes a long time to get market share and get going. But, you know, interesting enough, about 95% of the people that try it uh, buy it again. Nice. Man, small world. I know Pat. I, I, I text with him every single day. I didn't even know that you guys had a connection. That's pretty nice. Hey, John, a couple of people in the chat are curious about distribution. I know you guys are on Home Depot. We talked a little bit about some other stuff last night, but some of these East Coasters, Midwestern people, what's what's your guys' distribution plan moving forward? So we have been actively trying to find, uh, you know, a box store to, to carry our product. Home Depot has stepped up. Uh, you can buy it online through Home Depot. And it's kind of nice. It'll get delivered to your doorstep. Uh, that's in 25-pound bags. And then Winfield, you go to Winfield Pro, and they have a website. Uh, what we do is we ship bags to Oklahoma City, and then they box it there and ship it out. And so there's two different online sources that you can buy it. Right now, we have some distributors in the West. There's, of course, you have J&J Produce in uh, Utah. Uh, Spokane, Washington, there's a company called Planet Turf. And then Winfield is in uh, the Washington, Oregon coast. Uh, they're heavy into Texas, uh, Michigan, but they're more into golf guys, not the, the, the do-it-yourself type people. We just recently got into uh, DBC. So they're in uh, Denver area and they're carrying it in stores. And then I was telling Brian last night when he was getting things set up, the it's uh, Menards. It's a, like a Home Depot and a, and a Lowe's. Uh, I have been to, in talks with them, and they said they would let me know in July. I've submitted pricing to them and everything. So I hope Menards will take it here uh, for next year. Yeah, Menards is pretty big in the Midwest, so that'd be that'd be a real good one. Yeah, so I'm I'm working with them. Hopefully we can. Uh, get a deal cut with them. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Hey, John, there's there's some other questions coming in from the chat too about you know what does it actually mean to be you know a carbon based fertilizer, right? What what does that actually mean, especially with uh, you know with with your product and other products? Uh, you know that seems to be kind of a trend that's happening now is to to get carbon, carbon. Uh, into into a fertilizer product. So, you know, what does it mean to be carbon-based and what are sort of the benefits of, of that over other uh, types of fertilizers? Okay, so uh, what's happened is our, our soils, we, we've farmed our soils, right? 
and they're, so they're short on carbon. And carbon is real important to a plant's health. Now, if, if you're if you're in the state of California, you think carbon's a bad thing, right? So that's a that's a whole different deal over there. But but they're talking about a different kind of carbon. But anyway, our soils are short on carbon, and what you guys have all heard of, and I've I've told Oli this before. You've heard of like biochar. That's it. That's pure pure carbon, right? Hundred percent carbon. And biochar is not bad. I, there's nothing wrong with biochar. But what you do it, when you get a biochar carbon is you take a wood or a coal or a coke, you got to heat it to a couple thousand degrees, and then you come up with carbon. And it's 100% carbon, but the problem is everything's dead in it. You, you've cooked it 2,000 degrees, it's all dead. Our carbon that comes from peat moss still has live microbes in it and it has microbial activity. That's what makes your the nutrients transfer to the plants quicker. So we, we bring in this, this peat, and we run it through our dryer. We only run our dryer to suck the moisture out of your granules. So you have a nice dry granule. We run at 180 degrees, sometimes 200. We try to run that as low as possible to get the moisture sucked out, but yet keep live microbial activity. And then, uh, so that's the difference in carbon. And then in the, the, the use of carbon in propeat, think of it as your kitchen pantry. So you're going to go to your kitchen pantry and cook dinner, right? So you just go and get all your ingredients. The nutrients get locked, gets locked up, ties up with the carbon and the peat. And then it makes for a natural release. So propeat is like a, a slow release urea, like a, a polycoated. You've seen these polycoated ureas and all that. Uh, you've probably seen on our website, we we outlasted all the polycoated ureas, the University of Florida. None Ooh. of them. Yes. Oh. And, and propeat outlasted all of them with a natural bond to pro, to peat moss. But what oh. happens is, so so it's not a and and we and when I say a, a slow release, it's not true. It's a natural release because the plant can take it as fast as it needs it or as slow as it needs it. The plant can take the nutrients at will. Where when you have polycoated ureas, you have to wait for that polycoat to dissolve. And heat, cold, wet, dry all affect a poly. So you never really know when that nitrogen gets released. So um, if you have any other questions, does that explain that part of it for you? Yeah, that's, that's, you nailed it. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a great uh, example for, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that offer, offer that. Um, but you, you, you're taking it to a whole new level um man that's that's pretty awesome that's pretty, pretty you, you heard it guys uh carbon is is very important and, and propeat has it i know i know uh some of the some of the bags you don't you guys don't mention micronutrients but you guys have the micronutrients in the uh in almost in almost everything in almost all the all the lineup no we, we do and and i'll tell you why it, and it was a mistake so you got to realize we're we're farmers at heart right we just got into the fertilizer we're farmers and truckers and we just got into the fertilizer business. So we didn't realize when we, when we went to do registrations. So registrations is a huge deal. I have a lady in California that we pay. She, we have to register our products in every single state. And every single state has requirements for labels. So for example, I mentioned California a minute ago. So like some of the bags you guys see, it says carbon 90 plus. What that means is it lasts for 90 plus days. Well, the state of California made us take carbon off the bags. 
Oh, so, so just just to, to tell you what kind of a heartache we go through to late for labeling. So, <laughs> so when when we added our micronutrients, we come up with our formula. Well, the formula for the the amount of micronutrients we put in wasn't enough. wasn't the, It wasn't required to put it on the back. And we thought at the at the time, oh well, no big deal. Well, then we found out it is a big deal because users like you want to know what's on there. So. A year later, we developed our triple eleven. You've probably seen our triple eleven mag. So we upped all the micronutrients a little bit. So then it's legal to put it on the back. So when uh, and we bought like uh, forty or fifty thousand bags when when we bought our bags. When we run out of our bags, the bags you, that you see now, and order new bags, we will change our recipe. We'll add our add a little bit more micronutrients, and we'll re-register them and put them on the bags. But that's the reason why you see some without. It's because of registration restrictions. And yeah, we, many, like I say, we didn't know that going into it. Till we, how, many, um, how many 1704 bags do you got left? <laughs> uh, I don't know. what <laughs> you, know, you know where I'm going with that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. We got to get some iron in there, boy, then we're going to kill it. Yeah. It would be good with iron. iron. Are you going to use those uh, Mr. Lush bags in the future? <laughs> <laughs> so was your uh, process of adding micronutrients in it the same way as you were adding your NPK? I mean, uh, is there a different process when you when you say you add the micronutrients in it? No, the, it's the same way. So the micronutrients, so what we do is we blend the micronutrients together in a mixer. We, we pre-blend it in a blender. I shouldn't say a blender, a mixer. And so then micronutrients are all, all together. And then we have a big, it's called a LACO system, fertilizer system that blends everything together. It drops the micronutrients in it. So it actually, if I'm making a 13.58, this LACO, it's all computerized system. It'll make 13.58, drop the micronutrients in it. And then it goes to the hammer mill to all get grinded. So the micronutrients get pulverized with the NPK and the peat so the micronutrients are in every single granule also. I should have brought a, an example. Uh, when we go to a golf industry shows or when we do shows, we'll, we'll take a little cup of fertilizer, traditional fertilizer, and you'll see the, the green prills, the red prills, the white prills, and then you scatter that all over. So when you scatter that on your lawn, you're gonna have a white one here, a green one here, a, a red one here, red or gray is potash depending on where it comes from, Utah or Saskatchewan. We want that gray potash. Gray potash, all right. And then but <laughs> it, it gets scattered all over the place. But in ours, see, it's in every single granule. It's a homogenous granule. So there's NPK micronutrients in every every single granule. And that's the advantage of propeat. That's so awesome. Mm. So you, um, you know, one time, Ian, you had a talk, you know, about this product. And basically, I remember us talking, so they wasn't a real big need for any humic acid with this product because of the carbon levels because peat is a natural humate so there's there's uh, there's uh, already humic in it so you're saving money right there yeah it's uh, it's already a, a, a adding to your soil it's already a conditioner for your soil right there look at that look at that yeah. and and speaking of the peat if you know I've seen some articles that it can raise your pH or lower your pH in your lawn. How does your peat, uh, you know, do, does that have any effect on your lawn soil, your soil pH? You, you would have to put 
a lot of it on for a lot of years to change your pH. <laughs> and we actually add a, oh, I'll call it a secret ingredient to, to balance our pH in our fertilizer, if you can believe that. Uh, we have a coat of it and uh, it's actually gets uh, sprayed in the blender. Nice. It's like a, mm. like a buffer kind of secret ingredient. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> not much light. Yeah. I mean, that, that would balance out your pH all day right there. <laughs> hey, uh, so real quick uh, intermission uh, for those guys in the live chat, we're going to do something a little different. We are actually going to start doing a giveaway now. Instead of a show. Right now. Right now. So right. Right. we uh, right. talking to John last night and uh, he's pulling out all the stops and he said, you know, you guys have a, a good following. So why don't we give away five bags of fertilizer tonight? Dang. Yeah. We have 56 watching right now. How many likes we got? We got 38 likes. 38. Right so we can definitely we better, do a few more. We better get that up there. We better get that yeah. up there. So anything that's available on the Home Depot website, is that correct, John? Everything's on there available. Yep. Everything's on there. So, so, so if you if you have a winner... Uh, just have a message or, or whatever blend they want, and we'll just ship it to them. Uh, they just pick on there what they want. Yeah. Owlsbury, North Carolina. Definitely. <laughs> address. 7414, <laughs> all day long. All right. So we're going we're gonna to break it up a little bit th- throughout the show, though. We're not going to do all five right away. So for those in the chat right now, if you want to be entered into win a bag of fertilizer, there'll be five different winners. Uh, type in the word propeat in the chat and I'll take down the names and throughout the show, we'll just kind of quickly interrupt and maybe do another giveaway here and there. But, you know, I think, uh, I think it would be an interesting concept, Brian, if, uh, the drinking game word of the night was what we had to type or say to be entered. So if we got 30 people that want to win a bag you know, and we're all typing that, that I guess everyone's taking like 30 drinks, right? So that, yeah. So they're start like sipping drunk one day. Look at, the, look at the comments. They're going crazy. Uh, that's, I'm good. Ready to go. Let's John, go. Honestly. <laughs> I did like drunk long guys. His idea was well go ahead, man. Hey, Jim. No, I was gonna say his idea was that in, any innuendo that he hears, he's he, we're gonna drink, <laughs> and so um, and a lot of those. <laughs> I was just gonna say, unless I'm missing this, we're at 499 subscribers, so we just need one more for 500. Yeah. Big night, yeah, that's true. Ooh, perfect. Give big night, big night. Point. We're getting there. Hey, John, um, if you want to, while we're while I'm collecting names and all that kind of stuff too, um, you talked about that fossil stuff last night. I don't know if you want to go a little more into that tonight, kind of blow people's minds. I can mention that if you want to. So uh, I was telling Brian last night when we was doing the test run here that we have just developed an organic rock phosphate. Um, building this propeat plant and having a pan granulators opened up some opportunities. And uh, we've been custom granulating some silica. It's a volcanic ash comes out of Montana. It's an organic product. Anyway, I've got uh, two chemists helping me. Uh, one's traveled, well, both of them's traveled all over the world doing consulting, and they're, they're partners in this fossil. It's P-H-O-S, 
U-L, fossil.com, and it's an organic rock phosphate. And uh, we have some really neat results. Montana State University has been doing some studies for us. And I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to try to make an organic propeat. Uh, we, I've been importing some uh, chili and nitrate. It comes from chili. It's called it's sodium nitrate. And then I can get OMRI approved MOP or SOPs, potash. And, I, and we're going to try to make a homogenous granule. Look at that. Oh, I love the sound yeah, of that. Yeah, buddy. It's going to change the, the whole. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of silicate, silica. Yep, uh, me too. I, I've been looking into adding that into my program. Uh, and, man, I can't wait. Um, so if you, if you want some silica or uh, silica, look up Montana Grow. And yeah, uh, well, Mr. Brand is <laughs> a fan of them. Um, Brent, that's yeah. it. I've been a, using I've been using Montana Grow for two years. Really, um, <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, I've been preaching. We I preached it last week. We were talking about disease resistance. I was preaching about uh, you know silica and um, disease resistance and and uh, and also wear wear and tear resistance on turf grass. Uh, research that I read. I've been using it for two years. So um, as soon as you said that, John, I was like, all right, that's that's a, that's what I want to hear. And um, and I'm big in into trying uh, organic and, and as natural products as I can. I mean, obviously, I'm still using herbicides and still using you know some stuff, but I want to try to keep that to a minimum as much as possible for the kids and the dogs and stuff like that. But um, I love it. I love it. That's your uh, Montana grow. If it's granulated, it got granulated at the propeat plant. So okay, they've been hey. farm for a couple of years. No, nobody really knows that, but. Uh, now they do. Okay, now they do. <laughs> but yeah, you know we've, been, we've been. I love uh, it. So we have silica. We have Montana Grow in this fossil product. Uh, ah. So it's an it's a neat product. But and yeah, those prills that for that Montana Grow, if I remember right, Brent, you should showing some pictures. Mm -hmm. It looks kind of like Propete. Actually, it's all I, together. I you know, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it does. Yeah. From I mean, and we don't have. Um, the only reason I've never tried Pro P is because we don't have it. Uh, we don't have a distributor locally over here on the East Coast. We got to work on I'm in the greater New York area, uh, North Jersey. We don't have uh, a distributor, so I, I would need to buy that and have it, you know, sent out to uh, from Home Depot. And um, hey, Brent, I, yeah, you know, how many people in your neighborhood you think you could get together, maybe buy a pallet and split it up? <laughs> <laughs> we got. <laughs> me, I think in my neighborhood. Oh, man, you got to meet <laughs> some more people. That truck dominate. right up in front of your house. Going back to your, I think what a lot of uh, DIYers that are watching are more excited, are more into propeed due to the fact that the green screen prill size is by far one of the best ones that I've seen. Um, what makes your prill size different than someone they you know than other other companies, right? Uh, I know, I know the answer, but I want for you know for the viewers to know the difference. Uh, and like I said, I'm a huge fan of the of the greens grade, um, especially because you get a more even spread, um, a quicker pop, have better control of that. Uh, I can even use my handheld spreader, and you get an awesome uh, you know uh, an awesome spread throughout the whole lawn. Um, so, so what? Like I said, what makes you guys different from other companies when it comes to to that? So what we do in our processes is, is when we make the propane product, it goes through our dryer and cooler, and then it goes through a sizer. And what we did originally 
you know, originally, I mean, four years ago, I had never thought in the world that I'd be talking to uh, do-it-yourself grass guys. Does that make sense? <laughs> we, th we thought we was going after the golf industry, at w which we are and which we do. But it just never crossed my mind that we that uh, I think our uh, do-it-yourself business is, is every bit as big as the golf industry now. But, oh, yeah. did, but back really? to your question, what we do is we go through and we run it through a sizer and we make greens grade for the golf industry. And that's what that's for is putting greens. Uh, so they can put that small, small granules on there, water it in five to 10 minutes and their customers are back to putting on their greens again. And that's the reason we've done that. Um, I don't know if you mm. knew this. Did, did you know we make an ultra greens that's even half the size of greens grade? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, wow. I was trying Ooh. to find a picture of it. What do, what do you, uh, put, is, what do you put that down yes, with? The, yeah. Do you put that down with a salt shaker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you, you can't apply it too much when it's windy. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. It's, it's the ultra greens is so you you said you know Pat Neindorf. So Pat come to the plant uh two summers ago, I believe. He came and visited two summers ago, and he was watching us run and watch the process. Well, he was watching the fines drop off the screener and he picked up a handful of these fines and he says, Hey, you gotta bag some of these. He says, I think I can sell these. So we started catching some of our fines that normally just run back through and get rerun again. We started catching some of our fines and he's been selling some uh, ultra greens, but it is a little bit tricky to spread because they are, it is light. It's tiny, but it's, it's 60 SGM, but it's a neat product. Now you go all the way up to, what do you call the big stuff? Uh, over, we just call it oversized, but it's 400 SGM. 400 SGM. Our local landscapers buy our, a lot of our <clears throat> 400 SGM, uh, because there's really nothing wrong with it. It's just a little bit bigger granules. Yep. Yeah. As long as you're not real mowing, you could use yeah. it. Yeah. But once you get a hold of some of that greens grade either, and that's another thing. I know you make greens grade in 10 0 10. You make greens grade in 1704. Um, is the greens grade also in 10 10 10? Triple 11. Triple 11 is green grade. Uh, okay. We have greens grade in every, everything. Okay. Okay. I know the trip 11 works wonderful as a starter fertilizer. If anybody wanted to try that, I used, that was the first thing I used from y'all, I think in what, 2019. It, it, it could have been interesting enough. Uh, our distributor in Spokane, Washington, their golf courses are using triple 11. Uh, pretty nice. Heavy. Uh, so what we did in the, in the beginning oh. is the triple 11 looks a little different. So we pulled a screen out. And we mix the greens grade and the fairway grade. And so if you buy a, a bag of triple, uh, triple 11 off Home Depot in an orange bag, it'll have greens grade and fairway grade mixed. It's just a, a blended uh, mixture. And what we did was for uh, home and garden and lawns, trees, shrubs, flowers, uh, it grows beautiful flowers, uh, works with excellent tomatoes, berries. And so your garden, it doesn't really matter. You know, they're not as precise as like you, you guys are pretty hardcore. <laughs> you know, you, uh, for the average guy like me, I just go spread my fertilizer, right? So, so, but anyway, this company in one of our distributors in Spokane, their uh, golf courses come to us and said, we want a fairway grade and a greens grade in our triple 11. So we've started separating it now. 
So we can do uh, fairway grade and greens grade in triple 11. And we actually even sell a little bit of triple 11 ultra greens to some of the golf courses in Washington. Oof. I know Miss um, Miss Abigail, she, she owns, uh, she's a good friend of ours. She's a huge fan of the, of the triple 11, um, huge, huge fan. And, and she uses it a lot as well. So I've heard nothing but great things on that. I have yet. I haven't used it. That's probably one of the only ones that I haven't used. But I heard it's you know it, it's doing some work for sure. Do you uh, do you do do you pull soil samples on your grass? I do. Yeah, I do. So does it does it call for some extra phosphate and potassium? And not really. Okay. Then, then you then you probably don't need it. But let me tell you an interesting. Let me tell you an interesting thing. You may want to try some on your grass and see what your response is. If your if your potassium levels are too high, your salt your salt levels in your soil is too high, and it locks up the phosphate. A lot, so, a lot. So, so we actually farm. I, I think I mentioned this too. We farm too. So we grow. Let me give you a real good example of this. So uh, here a few years ago, when I first met Ockert, uh, here a few years ago, uh, we we was gonna we we grow potatoes, and potatoes take lots of phosphate and lots of potash, right? A lot, yeah. And I mentioned we feed cattle, so we've got a little feedlot here. So we spread manure on our farm ground. So if if you're like an, uh, a natural fertilizer, an organic fertilizer, you're thinking more is better, right? So you spread lots of manure and you spread manure heavy on your fields. Well, here a few years ago, we went to grow a crop of potatoes and um, we pulled soil samples and it said we had plenty of potash and plenty of phosphate. And and they take a lot of of of, of uh, P and K, and you're thinking you're thinking how can your soil? Of course, we haven't spudded it. We hadn't grew, grew spuds in there for about five years, and we'd put manure on it and and everything. So anyway, we spread our fertilizer and we put a little bit of phosphate and put potash on there anyway, right? Just because you you it's expensive to grow potatoes. You want to make sure you got a crop going. Well, these potatoes start growing, and then you pull petioles off the leaves. Well, guess what the petioles say. Or short phosphate and short potassium. So the soil sample says it's there, but it's not usable. It's not available. What happens when your when your salt levels? And that's the neat thing about propeat. It doesn't get locked up in your soil. The the nutrients are bound to the carbon in the peat, so it won't get even the phosphate in there. If you take a triple eleven, it'll say bound. The nutrients say bound to that peat until okay. the plant needs it. So even though your soil sample says you don't need it. Who knows if it's locked up in the soil? And that's the thing, people are just a uh, people are just discovering this that that it's locked up in the soil and it, and it can't uh, absorb that. That's one thing Montana Grow does. Supposedly, it, that silica helps release locked up nutrients that are in the soil. Yeah, actually, I was considering doing a plant tissue test this fall um, to kind of see what my soil test versus my plant tissue test rounds out so good, good um, idea well you got you guys heard it come on Ollie. all right we have 45 <laughs> 45 people nice put in for this so all right it's daddy we got pro pizza logo there in the middle spice it up a little bit and then we'll do two giveaways right now and then we'll do a couple more later on and then finish it up with one how's that all right. All right. Here we go for the first bag of fertilizer, propeat fertilizer. Oh, oh look at the girls! Awesome. 
Oh, look at that. Congrats. Nice. Girls, right. Good job, girl. Congrats. All right. Let's do one more, and then we'll get back to the good talk. Oli. Oli. <laughs> Man, 0 for 2. Sorry, I took off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Homestead. <laughs> oh, no way. That guy. Oh, my goodness. He wins he, everything. He wins everything. <laughs> wow. Man, luckiest guy in the community right there. That's buddy. insane. He Luckiest guy in the lawn care community. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, message me on Instagram, and I'll get over to John. So those two guys message me your information. And uh, let's get back to fertilizer talk. All right, congrats, you so, two. Hey, real quick, are, are we gonna do a new? Are we gonna do a new wheel? Like throw that one out and new word, new wheel, or what are we gonna do? Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, all right, you guys yes. are gonna be rough on me. I'm gonna have to keep typing. <laughs> all right, Brian. But sorry, right, we, we can do that. We can start over again. So, and plus, this gives drunk guy a few more sips, right? But uh, let's figure out a word that he a fescue freak. I know. What else did he choose uh, today? Buck, buck. Also, one of, I mean, we can type "go hawks." I mean, go I would hawks. Not. We, we could we could type "spread it," and actually, that comes to my next question. Um, okay. well, I've always wondered how um, fertilizer companies that are granule come up with the spreader settings for the spreaders. I mean, are you guys mm. testing them? Um, do you guys test each spreader, or do you go by prill size and just base it off what other competitors are are, are recommending for their setting? But let's pause that answer real quick. So everybody in live chat, type in "spread it." <laughs> get your, uh, get I was kind of joking, but <laughs> hey, why not? It goes along with the uh, the theme tonight. So there Plus, goes the flags on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, here we go. type it in. Nice. All right, John. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, so the. Uh... <laughs> Johnny can't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the chat just go crazy. <laughs> Zach and Zach and Nate. Yeah, baby, spread it. <laughs> Zach and Nate um, every time. And well, then, so, so, so spreader settings he was asking about. So, so uh, say it with a straight face next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look at you guys. <laughs> I'm ready to take folks. Look at that. Woo! Look at that guy. Dang. Texas. That's a beautiful jacket right there. It's 100, 102 in Texas, and Lush has got a jacket on. <laughs> I, I want my grass that color. <laughs> oh, we got emojis. We got to spread it with emojis on here. <laughs> Uh, I don't think y'all have uh, spreader settings, do you, John? Y'all mainly go off the pounds? For the spreader settings? Y'all mainly just, I think you give what, like a 200 pound to the acre recommendation? We do, do. We recommend 200 pounds of the acre. And then what we did for spreader settings, and we get the question all the time, if anybody needs one, email us uh, on the website, and we, we have kind of a, uh, recommendation for spreader settings. It doesn't have all the spreaders, but what we did is we went out, done some research on all the spreaders that we could find and just put together a spreader chart to the, to the best knowledge that we have. And that's what we have. So um, yeah, probably not perfect, but, but that's how we did it. 
Yeah, because I, I I use my eighty pound hopper when when I'm servicing lawns, and man, uh, I usually go by uh, do three pounds per per every thousand. <clears throat> man, it goes by super quick, so I'm always trying to calibrate. Yeah. I'm always going low and low and low, and um, but I I I it has to do it has to do with the uh, with the walking and everything, but it, it's all different. I've been getting used to using the handheld sprayer because um, they come out super quick. The, the that green spray is awesome, man. To be honest, mm. so it, it, the green spray does does spread fast. But yeah, if anybody oh, yeah. if anybody needs a recommendation, we have a little chart that we can email yeah. anybody that emails us, and we can send that out. It's not like I say it's not perfect because it's it's tough. There's a, a hundreds of spreaders out there. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody walks a different speed, mm-hmm. so it's a that's a tough thing. You just basically have to calibrate it yourself. Yeah, I think I think one story I'd like to hear or kind of talk about. I think it'd be interesting to everyone here was was Cody. I know you used some uh, Pro Pete earlier this year, and I know you and I believe you and John were talking and what the NPK you were looking for they didn't exactly have. So I know you guys got together and kind of came out with the recommendation to, hey, yeah. you know, you know, homogenous prill size and all that stuff. Like you can actually mix, come up with your own NPK. Like you guys, I mean, maybe you two can kind of bounce yeah. off each other and talk about that. But I think that'd be great for people to hear about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, what? That's a great question. Nate asked man. Very good question. Oh, yeah. So I know at the beginning of the year, you know, I. I was still kind of up in the air with what fertilized program I was going to go with. And, you know, just been seeing propeed around and, you know, obviously all of us talking about it and, you know, talking to, to Oli and, you know, getting John's contact information, reaching out to him. And he, he was just amazing um, getting back to me. And, you know, I didn't know you could do it, you know, uh, and J- John even touched on it a little bit on here about uh, having the greens grade and the regular, you know, Pearl size, whatever you want to call it, uh, together, mixing it up together. I didn't know you could do that. So I did a little bit of work and, uh, you know, I, I believe I sent John my soil test and, you know, he kind of gave me some recommendations on, you know, the, oh, what was it? The 17, um, now I'm lost on it, but the 7414 and the 1704, mixing that together and coming up with my new MPK, which is a 10 2.811. Um, <laughs> So I can get my, you know, what I need for my nitrogen down. So that was, uh, that was fun trying to come up with that. So, uh, but, uh, it's, it's fun and exciting. And that was going to be my next question to John is, you know, I know you were kind of talking about spreader settings, uh, but when you have two different prill sizes, um, as far as like, you know, those go, I mean, you obviously want, you know, the opening big enough for, uh, the you know the regular <laughs> grade but uh, but the greens grade is so tiny but um no i i was messing around with my yard star and you know getting out there with it and i think i found uh you know a good setting for it and um you know it came out really well and you know john i appreciate you helping me out and you know doing all that stuff for me but uh yeah i'm super excited i went with pro Pete this year yeah uh, <clears throat> and and anybody I don't think people realize they can do that, but that, that's what I recommended. Take the 1704, you got a high higher on the nitrogen side, and then that 7414, 
you got the higher K and then uh, it has the sulfate of potash in it and a, and your iron and and just take a five gallon bucket or or if you got a wheelbarrow or something, dump a bag of each in it and blend it up together and mix about a, a 50-50 mix. And then you get and then you got the best of the both worlds right there. Uh, oh yeah, nice, really nice blend. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what I did. I got uh, some five gallon buckets and mixed them up and had some great video on that as well. And uh, that was uh, that was fun to do. And I can't wait. I think uh, it's this week. I, I go for my uh, and I believe we talked about we could even throw that down every six weeks or so. Yeah, Am I correct on that? You, you can, you know, pro peat at 200 pounds the acre won't, won't burn. You can, you can put it on four and 500 pounds the acre. And, uh, <laughs> and so here in, here in Eastern Idaho, we're at, uh, we're at 5,000 feet elevation. Uh, we, we have summer two months out of the year, basically. So um, we have a short growing season, but you, you can get by here with two applications a year. You can put one on in uh, May and then, and then put another one on about, we start getting frost around the middle of August again here. Oh wow! So, fifth so, uh, August, you can put a something with a higher K, like your seven four fourteen down, or a thirteen five eight. Get a little bit of potash in there, and it gets your roots in good shape. Ten zero ten is excellent for hot, hot uh, conditions. Uh, helps your uh, your roots. Uh, that po- extra potash help that root get healthy and survive that heat. Um, but uh, you can get by with short growing season. You can get by with two applications. I, you know, I, I have, um, uh, I've, I've been having people come to me and say, well, you need a, a four-step program like the com- competition does. And I said, put propete down twice and go fishing twice. I, sure, <laughs> we'd, we'd love to sell you a fertilizer, but, but uh, just like uh, um, one of you mentioned your, you want to be uh, uh, environmentally friendly and the less fertilizer you put down, the better off. Sure. We'd love to sell fertilizer, but with pro you don't need to, that's the beauty of it. Less does more. Uh, it goes a long ways. Yep. Definitely. Mr. Lush, when, when does your frost typically set in like September? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that's it. We get a frost. Oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say September. February, yeah. Maybe November. Mr. December. Mr. Lush is like frost. What's fr- frost? What's this? <laughs> what All right. That? Hey guys, let's, let's, uh, let's do this next one real quick, but Hey, I want to give a quick shout out. These snazzy hats. Some people are talking about those in the chat. So these are brand new from pro Pete. Want to thank John for getting those sent out to us. Some of us aren't wearing them, but they'll get there soon. These are some some slick hats, and John, everybody in the chat says they want your jacket too. So if you guys can manufacture those jackets, I think you'll have some people buying some merch from you. So that's, uh, that's definitely actually, that's actually one of the next things we want to work on is get our website set up to where uh, we, you can purchase uh, some merchandise. So we're working on it. Awesome. Woohoo! And All your right. website also has got some uh, dealers and distributor locations, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I found my one guy here in Utah. I had to go on there and do that. All right, share my screen. We're going to do two more bags of fertilizer, and I'm not going to type names again, so I'll just save them for the for the last one here on the fifth one. But hey, real quick, John, did you did you fill your uh, 25 hat giveaway that you guys were doing on Instagram? I think it's getting fairly full, but uh, uh, I think you want to hit that real quick. And I and uh, I don't know where she's at, but yeah, we. 
Mackenzie posted. So Mackenzie, that's our daughter. She does. She takes care of our social media, the Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and on that. And she put a deal on there. I think it was yesterday. The mm-hmm. first 25 people that uh, post a picture of a pro peat bag on their lawn uh, will will get a, a hat. So I don't know where she's at on that 25, but I think it's filling up pretty fast. You guys are at pro peat one, right? Number pro peat numeral one underscore one, I think. Okay. Yes. Go, go give them a follow on Instagram. Everyone's in the chat. I know we got what 60, 67 watching right now. So if you're in, you're watching, you're not following pro Pete, get over to Instagram right now before Brian spins the wheel and give them, (laughs) give them, give them a follow. Okay. So go check them out. Seconds. Plus they're doing that giveaway that if you take a picture of the appropriate bag on your lawn, that sends you out one of these hats. So they're doing some cool things over there on there. Um, all right, so hey, you take out Homestead. Yeah, I took Homestead. Hey, he tried to get <laughs> back in. He he typed that spread at word, and I said, "No way, you're not getting in." <laughs> so, I made Homestead sorry. You can only get one one tonight. So sorry, sorry Broski. Five more times. One, I don't know. Homestead two, might three. might get something tonight. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Oli, I'm going to give you. A- Homestead Are you ready? Get a couple Oli. wins. Yeah, yeah no. Two yard hard. Right. Hey, yard hard. Yard hard. Yard hard. That's what I got. <laughs> yard hard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Go right Fine. there, and we weren't even going to drink. Let's move right. on quick. Here's another one. <laughs> this is for Take the fourth drink. bag. These are going down quick. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> And oh, all right, yes, weekend warrior. All right, you guys, message me on Instagram some of your information. I'll get over all to right. John. Big wins, and so then, that, um, also, there's definitely up. a theme going on with all of our giveaways. Have you noticed that, like, anyone who's been a guest or won KOTG Lawn of the Week has won a giveaway somehow, some way? I, I swear, every single person that's been a guest has won like the following week. Or the week after, that's crazy. Yeah, those, uh, karma. <laughs> that's a very good. Sense. And listen, <laughs> that's a very good incentive for everybody to continue to tag KOTG Lawn of the Week on your Instagram posts. Yes, sir. We're watching and we're looking. Hey, hey while we're talking about KOTG Lawn of the Week, yeah. what do you hmm. what do you say we get right into yeah. the winter? We had some good entries this week. Another tough uh, discussion <clears throat> amongst us to to figure this out. Definitely yeah, a hard. Real good lawns out there. We're loving we it. We beat our brains over this one. We we don't mind uh, the hard hard competition because you guys are obviously making some fire yards. But uh, this week, we finally decided on Homestead Lawn. Congratulations, Ooh. he won some Pfizer and he won KOTG Lawn of the Week. That's looking oh, man. Look at that. Warm thing. season. Warm season. Florida. First warm yeah, season. This is their time to shine, right? This is their 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 little uh, little period where they they get the best results here. That's that probably is. the best St. Augustine I've ever seen. That edge, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, David. I love you. <laughs> but in all honesty, his lawns look good for weeks, and you know, and, and behind the scenes, Homestead, you've been in the discussion for probably every single week. All of them. I mean, all of them. We've yep. been, 
I mean, you've got he's been spoon feeding with some propane. Yep. So, but yeah, so congratulations, KOTG Lawn of the Week winner, Homestead Lawns. And you got some pro people throw down too. So yeah, yeah what a what a night. Be looking I mean, <laughs> give uh, give drunk give drunk long guy a couple of days to recover from all this, and he'll uh, he'll initiate you into the club here, Homestead. <laughs> he just had a week. Drunk long guy just took a week off, so he's he's primed up with water. Drunk long guy was shotgunning bottles of water. I mean, I love that. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he he already oh, asked him if he's ready to join the club. So. He's on top of it. Homestead's in the chat, so congratulations, Homestead. Yeah, congratulations, my man. Well, it's looking good. So, anyways, well, let's get back into let's get back to some pro peat, man. I love. I could listen to this stuff all night long. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. John, just keep keep spitting knowledge. I mean, our viewers are loving it. Hey, John. Oh, hey, John. I got what uh, what pro peat salt index is. Hmm. Oh, good question. That's a great question. What the salt index is? Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look that up. We do have salt index. I haven't been asked that for maybe a couple of years, and uh, we have tested that before, but I'd have to go back and see if I could find uh, find some results. And did you already touch on the MOP versus or SOP? That was going to be my next question. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, but I can. I can. So uh, Brian said that uh, somebody had typed in a question earlier today, and, and uh, let's see what was the question, Brian? Why why are we using MOP instead of SOP? Yep, that's it. Okay, so the reason and, and the reason most people most companies use MOP murate of potash is because of expense. So sulfate of potash is very expensive. Uh, it's about uh, raw potash. It's about three times what murate of potash is. And so if you start putting a lot of sulfate of potash in, it, it, it and you can see it on our cost. Like if you go to um, uh, Home Depot, the 7414s, uh, you know, it's a couple, three bucks more bag than, than the rest of it. And that's the reason why. So the, the, the main reason people use MOP is because of cost. Now, if all of our users were like you, your your group and your users, you're 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 such hardcore lawn type people that you say, what's a couple bucks, right? A bag. If everybody was like that, it wouldn't be a big deal to use SOP in it. But you got to think about the whole general public. We're trying to please everyone. And so that's the reason. But the main reason is is cost. Murate of potash is a lot of uh, yep. cheap SOP. But, but now- it runs. I don't know if you, have, you know how they make potash, but they they um, does, does they does have you guys seen how they make potash? It's the craziest thing you ever seen. Nope. No. So Brian's probably he's from Utah. He's flew out of out of Salt Lake Airport, flew over the the plants. But the Great Salt Lake down there, what they do is they um, make big ponds, and they suck water out of the Great Salt Lake, and they'll fill these ponds. And then they'll put like blue food coloring in it and make them a dark color. So the sun evaporates the water. And by the end of the summer down there, you have a brine about a foot or 18 inches deep. They'll go in with big machines and they'll scoop up that brine. And then they take it into the plant. And when they take it into the plant, this is the crazy thing. They use fish oil. There's a molecule in fish oil that makes salt and potash separate. 
and I can't remember which one goes which, but one goes up and one goes down, and that's how they get salt and potash to separate. So your table salt, road salt, everything that separates in there, and then the other one goes to potash for fertilizer. Now, is that just MOP that they're making? Yes, and that's MOP fully. And then what happens is there's a there's a company in Ogden, Utah, Compass Minerals is their name, and they make SOP. And then so they take MOP, and then it runs through a process. And I've never I've been to the plant several times, but I've never seen them do the process. But they put a sulfuric. I think they add sulfuric acid, and then it goes through a chemical process, and it removes the salts out of there. So that's why sulfate of potash has a little bit of sulfur in it. So it's a, uh, let's see, potash is a 0060, SOP is a 0050. 52. Oh, 52, and then it has a little bit of sulfur in it. And that's the reason, that's why SOP has a little bit of sulfur, because they put a sulfuric acid in it, and that makes a chemical reaction, and it takes that salt out of it. And so that's why it's so expensive. Ah, Mm. But an, another thing on those two is, you know, if you're using a, you know, 1704 or something of that nature, that's a smaller percentage, you know, MO, SOP would be great there, but MOP at least is lower. You wouldn't want some type of stress product or something that's a high last number that's murate of potash. And that's one reason I like the 7414 so much is you're getting SOP on that high number, that last number. In other words, you know, you wouldn't want a 15 or a 20 or a 30 last number and it'd be all salt. Good question. Yeah, good. Yep, and that, and that's true. You'll, you'll get a little bit higher salt index on your MOP. Hey, hey, John, I saw another question in the chat earlier. And, you know, we've had a little bit of discussion amongst ourselves about, um, you know, the kind of the sustainability of peat moss, since it's such a, you know, kind of a finite resource and takes so long to, you know, sits in the ground for what, like that, you know, thousands of years as it's kind of turning into peat moss. Are there any sustainability issues with, uh, with that ingredient? No, uh, it, it, it's interesting. So in peat, there's several, there's several different kinds of peat. I mentioned earlier, we use a spagman peat, but there's actually sedge moss peat. We have sedge moss right here in Idaho, not very far from us. Um, and the way I, it was explained to me is like sedge moss has, it's not as old as spagman peat. And then it has more like a, a sagebrush and, and that type of stuff. You got to go back thousands of years when this, and then there's a, um, um, uh, see spagman sage moss and uh, or sedge moss and um, oh I'll think another one there's anyway they're in uh, there's one in Montana uh, by Kalispell Montana there's another peat bog and we've tested the carbon on it and it's fairly high too but it's a little bit stringy so it's hard to run through our hammer mill to get it to, to pulverize but um, uh, there's plenty of it what's interesting it seems like it goes by um, if you go around the world, it kind of goes by a parallel where your peat bogs are and the different kinds of peat. But uh, uh, our peat comes from like the Edmonton, Alberta area. So if you go clear up through there uh, and go across like uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, there's a lot of peat bogs clear into Ontario. 
they're all in a line across there. And that's where the sphagnum peat comes from. Did that answer your question or yet? Yeah, no, d- definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think that another question people, you know, people kind of think of peat moss, you know, especially like the DIY community when they're overseeding, they use it as like a top dressing over the seed. Do you get any kind of like water retention benefit with the peat moss in the, the pro peat products? Yes. Yeah, so peat holds about, what is it? 10 times its own weight in water. And so uh, pro peat uh, helps you a little bit with your water retention. It'll help a little bit in drought. If you have some dry areas, it'll, uh, it'll help a little bit. It'll help hold your water. Nice. Nice. And you, you don't see any kind of that, um, you know, that hydrophobic kind of aspect that it has, you know, when you first put it out and before it kind of soaks up any water, you know, the water yeah. kind of beads on top of it. You don't see any of that. No, propeat breaks down pretty fast. You can uh, you can spread propeat, and even a heavy dew will start breaking it down by the by the next morning. Um, oh, I was just going to say something. You just reminded me of something else on peat. Oh, I, what I was going to say is that the neat thing about using peat moss in fertilizer or propeat is if you have sandy soils, it won't leach near as fast. So, like the um, a big environmental problem right now is phosphates leaching into the groundwater and things like that. Propeat won't leach near as fast as other fertilizers because the organic matter of the peat helps hold the soil. So like if you're, especially like in Florida, there's all the golf courses down there built on sand. It'll, the NPK will really hold a lot longer in the soil. And that's why propeat lasts a lot longer than traditional fertilizer. It doesn't get washed out with water. You, you water your lawn and you're, you're, you just flush your fertilizer through. Propeat will hang in there. It'll stick. You got some organic matter of the peat, and it'll, that's what makes it stick around. Does it help with CECs? Yes, it does. Nice. That's good to know. That's very, very good. So, and speaking of CECs, you know, some parts like the Midwest have really high CEC soil already. Is that any kind of a concern? No, uh, like I say, when you go to change uh, pH or change a CEC, you've got to have a lot of product. Of Damn, same. look at Oli right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <Yeah. laughs> you got too hot with a jacket on or something. All right, anyways, nothing to see. All right, anyways, so we'll, we'll go back to what we were talking about. <laughs> there you go. What y'all laughing at? Me? <laughs> if you're in the chat and you saw Oli get naked, type type Oli. Yeah. We just want to see you type Oli. That's all we, want to see. We, we usually save that for the KOTG After Dark episode. Right. <laughs> Jacket was doing its job, man. Not like that fertilizer. You know, <laughs> Making things hot. <laughs> you encouraged me to go change. You guys know my love for fluorescent tank tops. Oh, uh, yeah. I got a What's new one. Uh, you don't like the green screen too much. It's not pink. It matches my Berenbrug hat. Yeah. Exactly. Man, I, I lost my Berenbrug hat. Like, I literally have been looking for it for two days. And Probably I lost it, it on the lake, Nate. Oh, I cannot find it anywhere. Like, I literally have like 60 hats in my closet. And I went through every <laughs> single hat, hat by hat, looking for it. I can't find it anywhere. I'm pissed. Hey, chat, the chat is popping off with these Oli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few Oli comments in there, so I think they, they liked it. Um, but, hey, talking about tank tops as well, uh, 
guys we're, we're keep off the grass live cast you can find us at kotg.live um, we're also on instagram at keep.off.the.grass uh, we're throwing up some merch for you guys uh, we've got some people who've got some shirts and some glasses and stuff. You can all find that at merch.kotg.live. So jump in and uh, grab some, rep some, rep some merch for us. We appreciate it. Oli. Yes, sir. Have you, uh, you've been hitting gym with Lush? You know, past Lush. showing you up, Lush. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> That was slow, Randall. <laughs> Tacos and turf, pro Pete brothers, man. It's crazy. Putting, the, putting that freak in, fescue freak there, man. <laughs> Looking for the freak of the week. Big bad booty daddy. <laughs> oh, Pop a God. pump. Pop oh. a pump. Oh, what a fun show. Hey, we got one uh, more bag to give away. Is that right? We got one more bag to give away. You, want, you guys want to do that? One more oh, sack. Let's let's jump in there. Everybody can recover a little bit from that. Um, I'm going to share my screen, and the first thing I'm going to share though is this Holy is what John was talking about earlier. So for those that didn't write it down or didn't catch the spelling of it, this is that fossil p h o s u l dot com. This is that more organic. I will look into that, and I can't wait for that product to come out, John. Um, like I said, I'm a I've been very into silicate silica lately and, and can't wait for this product. Um, so yeah, keep definitely keep us posted on, on social media. Uh, like I said, can't wait. I'm a huge, huge fan. <clears throat> we're we're making it now. It's a it's available. I can send you some. You send me a message afterward and I'll send you back down and Sounds good, brother. try it. But what we're trying to do right now is we're gonna see if we can get that 25 pound bags on uh, Home Depot to order. Oh. Same way, John. John I will John, uh, be sending you a message as well, John. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, John, let me John, know where be, to send the money. <laughs> John, be careful saying that. You might have like sixty-seven messages coming your way from all the viewers. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Right. Okay, so back to that. We got one one more bag of fertilizer to heat or five. So again, awesome, awesome giveaway, John. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our viewers are are totally excited. Obviously, we still have sixty five people watching. This is awesome. Yep. They're, they're in it to win it, and they want to they want to know about ProPete. Want to get some? So, uh, oh, he's he's it out. <laughs> that was that was a close one. He's close. He, he got one a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. <laughs> Jason Iowa. Troy, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, That's, right there. Go Hawks! All right. Send me your information, Jason Troyer. Give me on uh, Instagram at Lontism, and uh, we'll get your information over to John. I think uh, Troy Turf's going to send that my way. <laughs> you go steal hey, it from him. Hey, John, you mentioned it a little earlier. What's what's the easiest way to to find your products for for DIYers? So, uh, if you go to our website, uh, we do have a, a link on there. Find a distributor. And you can see if somebody's uh, close by. Uh, we are working on uh, getting in some more box stores, so it's a little easier. But um, HomeDepot.com, you can uh, buy it online. UPS, we box it right here at our own plant. Uh, ships pretty fast, goes right to your doorstep. And then also Winfield, 
is doing uh, some products online. Uh, when so I think it's winfieldpro.com. And then uh, Winfield Pro, I believe they will do some 50-pound bags. If you buy three or four, if you got a big area to do, I think you can do four or five bags of 50-pounders in New Winfield. Yeah, John, there was, there was at least one or two people in the chat that were saying if they wanted to do like an acre plus, um, they were saying at Home Depot, I think is only the 25-pound bags. If, if somebody wanted to buy you know, in bulk, uh, how would you suggest they go upon doing that? So um, Oli approached me about this here a couple of weeks ago, but uh, uh, we will f- ship factory direct a pallet, one pallet minimum. So on a pallet, it's one ton of fertilizer. You'll have uh, 40, 50 pound bags or 80, 25 pound bags. But if you, uh, uh, Oli mentioned, you know, we ought to put out to some people, if you can get a neighborhood put together, uh, buy a pallet at a time, we'd ship a pallet at a time out there and just uh, email us, go to our website, find our email and just email us directly and say, I'm interested in a pallet. I'll see where, which part of your country, the country you're in. I think I can deliver. So, so here's the deal. I, in a pallet, I think I can deliver to most parts of the country for 35 bucks a bag in that's fifties. Now in Home Depot, you're paying 35 bucks for a 25. Right. Yep. But so you're getting it's it'll save you half half the money. Mm. But uh, I think I can like go anywhere a pallet at a time, about thirty five bucks a bag in a fifty pound bag. And you can mix and match. Yeah, we would we would mix and match a, a pallet if somebody wanted to do that with your friends and neighbors or however you want to do that. We could put Mark, everybody. Everybody needs to join. Yeah, Nate, Nate, you gonna buy a pallet and throw me some? Appreciate it, man. <laughs> We're just going to do a the really? Iowa, Iowa state as a whole. We're just going to buy a pallet for the state of Iowa. You got to drive 22 tons by truckload. You got to drive hey, my uh, house. To pick it so, up. so, so with that said though, how many, about how many bags are we talking in a pallet? 40, 50 pounders. 40, 50 pounders. Yep. I just you get, let you get the, now is triple 11, is triple 11 available in 50 pounds or just 25? Yeah, we can do it in fifties. And and we're separating the triple eleven. You can get it in greens grade and fairway grade. The two forty SGM also. Yes, sir. Yeah. See, some people like that one 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 ratio. It works well. And like I was talking about earlier, uh, um, you, you you can pull a soil sample and you don't know if it's. It may say you have phosphate, but it might be locked up in your soil. The plant yeah. may not get it. And then all you got to do instead of just running it, you know, full rate back off, you know, that plant's going to use P and K all year. So you can back off and spoon feed, just, you know, give it a little. Yeah. That triple level to make a good uh, starter fertilizer too. Yep. That's the, uh, mm. I'll be cutting a lot of messages on it <clears throat> as well, but uh, John just, you know, clarified it. it might not be available. So spoon feed it guys, spoon feed it. Um, the old school people like that triple 13 and like that triple 11. Right. Oh, yep. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, I, I noticed on Home Depot too, if you do the, you know, the kind of the opposite side of ordering a whole pallet, if you just order a bag or two from Home Depot and do the ship to store thing, I think they don't charge shipping that way if you do that, but you got to go pick it up at your store. Hey, Mark, I just, I just confirmed with my wife, she's willing to park in the driveway. 
Uh, if we get a, <laughs> if we get a pallet, we can put it in her parking spot in the garage. To be fair, it's not paid back for her driving on the lawn. You can go park on your lawn, dude. <laughs> that, That's going back there. That'll prevent her from driving through the lawn again. <laughs> it's a win-win. I really enjoy this show, guys. It's been my one of my favorites so far. A lot of great info. One of the yeah. best things that I that I you know I have ever used. Uh, I'm a huge, huge fan, and I'll continue to support you guys. Keep up doing the great work, John. Yeah, really, really appreciate it. That was learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of good feedback in the chat too. A lot of people are just loving eating up all the information that you were giving out. Yeah, so. yeah, awesome. Take my shirt off again. <laughs> Thanks for having me on here. I I enjoy uh, uh, sharing that. You know, propane's not just a fertilizer. I mean, there's some technology behind it. And and then the other thing is, I don't think people realize how good it is. We have a lot of gardeners. You know, a lot of people have berry patches and things like that. It just works excellent for raspberries and tomatoes and and not just grass it's good for trees shrubs it'll work it'll work on just about anything that needs nutrients it's clean man it's it's clean it spreads well um and then the other thing that people need to learn about (laughs) fertilizer is uh fillers oh yep good you know whenever you go buy a bag of something are you getting you know, 13% of this and the rest of it's rocks, or are you getting some carbon, something that's usable? You know, what's in the bag you're actually paying for? Oh, Lee, what do you, what do you mean by filler? Cause we still, we still got 54 people watching. So, I mean, I mean, there's, a, <laughs> what, what do you, what do you mean by filler? What are we, what are we buy, talking about? And John might have to, John might have to help me here, but you go I'll buy a bag. Say it's 13, 13, oh. 13. So, that bag's a hundred percent, but in that bag you got thirteen percent nitrogen, thirteen percent phosphorus, thirteen percent potassium. What else is in the bag? Is it lime? Is it gravel? Is it biosolids? You know, what else is in that bag to reach a hundred percent? So with John's product, you're getting you know the propeat, you're getting your um, micronutrients. So. That's what filler, far as you know. I guess the best way to look at it is you're, next time you're at Lowe's or something, you see a busted bag of ten, ten, ten. Look at it. Tell me if it don't look like your driveway, like gravel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's one of the things that I've always that I've always looked at it like box store fertilizers. Um, <laughs> you know, I I just look at it and I go, well, that looks like a whole bunch of rocks, but what is commonly used as a filler and fertilizer and I guess why why is it put in there, and what does it do, or what is it what is it doing, what is it not doing? Good question. Some of it, um, you know, some of it could be uh, gypsum, and like I say, some of it might would be some type of lime or calcium product. So, and it's also there so you can spread it, you know, because you 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 know if it was a hundred percent of each, you would definitely have to put like minimum down or you would burn everything. You got to have some type of carrier. You know, speaking of carrier, Oli, you just reminded me of something else that uh, your listeners might be interested in is the nitrogen source. I think you and I talked about that. Yes, sir. If you go to a, a box store and a lot of our competition, they'll use urea and we use ammonium sulfate for our nitrogen. <laughs> source. And, uh, 
fan of uh, AMS. Huge, huge fan. Yes. You you take your so uh, ammonium sulfate is twenty one zero zero. Urea is a forty six zero zero zero. But in a, in a in urea, um, you lose a lot of it uh, when you spread it. Uh, it's not even available. Where ammonium nitri- ammonium sulfates are in ammonium state, so it's a lot more readily available to the plant. And the other stuff, um, it's not really vapor. What's it? Um, you lose the urea. I'm trying to think what they call that. Yeah, vol- volatility. Yeah, if it doesn't Vol- rain right away. It's gone. Correct. Yeah, it volatizes. <laughs> Your volatization of uh, urea. I've heard it's up to like forty percent. Uh, you lose it before it ever ever goes into the ground. So if it's if you start with a forty six, see people, <laughs> you get six percent. Yeah, people are. Um, uh, and I'm the same way. I mean, you know, when when you when you're doing something and you're making something, more is better, right? That's what just the way we think. But when it comes to nitrogen, uh, a, a forty, you look at a number, and we get we got that all the time. It's just a matter of education and educating people. You see a forty six zero zero, and they think, oh, well, how's that going to compete with a thirteen five eight? Well, uh, I mentioned earlier in the show, University of Florida done studies on it. And with two thirds of nitrogen, we outlasted all them. And that was what they were, were slow release ureas, 4600s. And uh, because of that volatization, you lose a lot of that. Yeah, stretch out that release curve, right? Right, yep. And, and it's environmental, it's an eco-friendly product. It's environmentally friendly product. Like, like I mentioned before, less does a lot more for your, for your lawn. Yes, sir. Nice. So everybody go buy a pallet, split it with buddies. <laughs> Talk to your neighbors down the street. See, all you need is 40. And if anybody, seriously, if anybody's in North Carolina that's near me, that, uh, you know, if a couple people want to go together and get a pallet, I've got room to get it unloaded. And I've got, uh, you know, my skid steer, I can get it unloaded. And all y'all can meet up in the parking lot and sling it in your trucks and go home. <laughs> If that helps anybody. there was somebody in the chat. CGM Woodworks was, I think he was talking about he's near you. So he may want to jump in on that. Yeah. And and for everybody else that doesn't have all those cool toys in an auto shop, like Oli has all that room, you can, uh, you can find it at what, Home, Home Depot. Sounds like a great option. And hopefully Menards here pretty soon too, for all us Midwesterners. Yeah. And then the other place, what was it? When, what was the other place called? Winfield. Winfield Pro. Pro. Yeah, didn't they, a lot of, once you mentioned the nerds, uh, they were, the chat went crazy. So, yeah, save big money at Menards. Yeah, if you could get the Menards, you know the jingle in there. <clears throat> I might not be a native Midwesterner, but I've picked up all your little cues, all the Opes and the Menards and all that stuff. Yeah. If you yeah. live in the Midwest, you save big money and you know the jingle of Menards. <laughs> Yeah, poor drunk. Right, well, yeah, go, go get some, everybody. <laughs> I do have one last, uh, one last question um, for me. No, sir. All right, John. Well, are you guys thinking of bringing over or creating a product that's liquid? For um, example, uh, um, fertilizer, um, and, you know, something like that. So, Great question. 
for, for example, like we have a lot of DIYers that are watching, and I think they're going, they're they're moving, they're slowly moving towards to um fertilization. So is there something is is that where Propeed has something in mind or you know probably not thought about it or you know? So at the first of the show, I mentioned Ocker uh, Fiori, the inventor of this carbon fertilizer in South Africa. When I when I flew over to South Africa, I think it was in 2017, and and checked out the plant, they had some big plastic tanks in there with paddles in them, and they were dropping. Uh, I think, like I, said, I mentioned earlier, I think he called it carbon complex over there. Same thing as Propeat in the U.S. And they were uh, dropping it in uh, big tanks with paddles in stern it, and they were sell. I believe they were selling it to a potato farmer to put it on as liquid. But it took a while to break that down. Uh, he has told me that it can be done. Um, they have done it over there. We have not tried it yet. Uh, maybe in the future, we'll have some time to do some research and develop, make a liquid product. Um, but it can be done. I've seen it. it, it uh, they have done it over there. Nice. <clears throat> That's great. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, so again, congrats to Homestead Lawn, KOTG Lawn of the Week. Yeah. This mm-hmm. week, make sure you guys get your submissions in. Hashtag KOTG Lawn of the Week. We look at them. We're talking about them all the week. So, I mean, get them in there. All right, yeah. guys. Hey, great show. John, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, very much coming on great. and chatting with us. Spitting knowledge all night. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks, go everybody. get some go get some propane.